Welcome to the Jovi Affair Podcast, where we talk about little stories from Joss Plateau State. Um, welcome to episode 36. Um, yes, we are going to have a chit-chat today to talk about what has been bothering us since 2021. And this is something you guys can all relate to. And I'm pretty sure that um, uh, as we discuss and have this discussion with a fellow, when I mean a fellow is I'm talking about a colleague at work. So let me put it that way. Uh, before we can, you know, get to, you know, talk about the other side of things. But hey, today we are just going to talk about the narratives we've been having as regarding the Plateau State ecosystem. You know, prior to this moment, we talked about how young people are coming up with fantastic ideas to, you know, find a way to change the narrative. Just is actually known for gathering young people having different events. It's just so unfortunate that um, the state government have not done anything so far in ensuring that the nightlife of Joss is back. But we are hopeful and we're also praying that in the nearest future, the state government will do something about it because I envy my friends that stay outside Joss. I envy other cities that stay out late till around 9, 10, even 1 a.m. in the morning. But we are very concerned as young people, this is having an adverse e effect on us. The curfew in Plateau State has been lingering for over two decades. I mean, if you're listening to this, you can attest to this because of what has been happening year in, year out. But the question now is, how long are we going to be waiting for the state government to do something about it? Who should be responsible in ensuring that we bring law and uh, peace here on the plateau? But I think I'm going to talk about this some other time to, to bring um, someone from government, if possible, to talk to us to make us understand what the government is really planning in ensuring we have our nightlife back. So, having said that, um, I'm going to talk about events and um, the guest I have today is going to also give his own opinion as regarding what has been going on for a very long time and it's about that time where we just see how we can have conversations that may possibly uh, prefer solutions to these problems. Having said that, um, I'd like my guest to introduce himself and he will tell us how or what he's best known for. And um, for most of you that may be very conversant with him as he talks, um, do ensure that you just give this podcast a five-star review to make it visible on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And you can get more episodes of this podcast by going to the website www.joyofair.com.ng. Google search, just use the Google um, tab, search the podcast. Everything about the podcast will come out. So over to our guest. Uh, we'd like to meet you. Hi, guys. So I'm Celestine Audu. <clears throat> That's like the church name. And then, yeah, um, I'm a social media specialist, I would say. And then mostly a Twitter savvy, right? So, um, yeah, basically, Twitter and then Instagram, some way, yeah. So. Okay, the good thing is, I don't think he's introducing himself very well, but let me just do the PR here. So Celestine is a social media influencer. I love the part that he said he's a specialist because when it comes to social media, he's the go-to person uh, in any of the social networks you can think about. And this guy has over 40,000 followers on Twitter. Eh? 
So he has over 40,000 followers on Twitter and on Instagram. He has over 11,000 followers on uh, on Instagram. And if you want to check him out, I think he will tell us how you can check him out. But then let's just have this discussion proper. Um, to what great concern do you have? You've been in Joss. I don't know how long you've been in Joss, but you're going to tell us how long you've been in Joss. And I'm, I'm very sure you've, you are an event guy. I mean, I mean, when I mean he's an event guy, I mean a guy that selects the events he should go to. He's, he knows the kind of events that, you know, happen in Jaws, except he's not interested in going because I know a couple of times we just tend to call ourselves to ask, okay, are you coming for this event and all? Okay, when you're coming, just let me know. So to what great extent would you say that um, events in Jaws have been thriving based on popularity, based on events getting sold out based on planning and organization? Mm, okay, so about events in Jaws. I would say Jaws. Okay, like, since I've um, since I was a kid, I've been hearing of Jaws, and then we know Jaws for one thing, the social life, I would say, yeah. So it's been a place I've always wanted to be. Like, I always wanted to stay in Jaws, at least, if not for the rest of my life, at least for a better part of it, yeah. And, um, okay, so I, I had... I was, my first time in Joss was 2015. That was like my first official coming to Joss here. Yeah. And I've been in Joss since then till date. And I'm um, talking about events. Yeah, they are actually very good events. Good event. If I mean good event, I mean event with, um, will I say, events with aim and object- objectives, yeah. Uh, but then there is always one challenge or the other. Okay, so first of all, I think it might be as a result of, will I say, the insecurity or the insurgence or whatever it is. Yeah, so that, to start with, gives a time frame for whatever event you're having and then how long that event is supposed to last for, which to an extent is okay. But then talking about um, the social life, I think it has like an effect on it. Yeah, so telling you, when an event should hold, even if it's palatable or not, how long that event is meant to last for, and then everybody must be in at this time and must be out at so so time. And then, in a way, it has an effect on the mobility because not everybody is mobile in Jaws. Even though I, um, a lot of people would want to turn up for an event, but when they consider um, accessibility, when it does mobility, right? they tend to have like a second thought about it. So I, I, I would want to go for this event, but how is it possible for me to get back to my house safe and um, a good time, right? So that has been like one of the issues so far. And then um, secondly, I think one of the challenges again is people don't really carry out surveys. They just think of ideas in their head like, okay, this show, this, this kind of event would bang and that is it. No consultation whatsoever, or take like take your time and carry out service. Like it's your event. I mean, if it if it succeeds, it's to your own advantage. So you're meant to like consult people like of all walks of life, if possible. Okay, so what's your idea on this? What do you think I should do? Even though you don't really need their whole input to come up with your event, what you need from them is just to know how well to put it that it will suit everybody, right? So I think that's um one other challenge, yeah. And then the major problem, I think, is everybody just wants to be heard. So 
if there's an event, I want to be the person who would be associated to that event. And nobody thinks of other stuff. Like, this is like the major, I want to be associated with this event. So when they mention so, 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 so event, I want my name to be the front line. So that's what matters. And I think it's a problem. Okay, thank you for outlining the problems. And one thing I want us also to talk about is I want to, you know, build on the last uh, point. Um, everyone wants to be heard. Everyone wants to be the headliner of an event and all. Does it also has to do with the way we see ideas are being cloned here on the plateau? I mean, the practical example was the Joss Food Festival. We had another... Just Shawara Marathon or so I don't know. Just Food Fest or just Food. I don't know. They are just events that has got to do with food, 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 food. And, you know, you made mention of click thing, you know. And I, I got to understand that these people were cliques or something. Maybe they had a fallout. You understand? So I, do you think um, all of this is attributed to reasons why we have uh, cloning of ideas and events on the plateau? Um, I think... That should be one of the issues, yeah. So we have a group, or will I say a clique, mm -hmm, yeah, who used to be part of, will I say, a body or um, an event to say, yeah. And then probably we have one issue along the line, and I feel I can do better than you. And then instead of coming up with another idea, I come up with about the same idea. Sometimes we get to have similar names. Just probably one hyphen or one hashtag somewhere. Just one letter hanging somewhere to make it look like it's different. And then at the end of the day, you see, instead of coming together to build one very, very great or strong event, we end up having two substandard events. Yeah. No unity. There's always competition. Okay, I know competition is meant to bring the best of whatever it is, yeah? But then this competition that we are having here, in some ways is affecting the, the programs. It's not really a healthy competition. The whole idea is not let's give the people something good. I think the idea behind this kind of competition is let me show him that I can do whatever he's doing better. And then you don't care if what you are, what you are doing is healthy or if people are really interested. Your own is that person who you have had in mind as your, will I say, a competitor. I must bring him down. That's just the idea. Not for the betterment of the state, not for the betterment of the event, to be precise. Your own aim is just to make sure the other person's event is beneath yours. And then you end up saying that they don't put in the work that is expected. So the whole idea is I must show whoever it is that I can do this thing better. No work, no efforts, zero. The whole idea is let me just come up with the same rivalry and then we end up having issues along the line thank you very much um the before we go to the next thing which has to do with um we are talking about cloning of ideas uh, i want us to have everything all spelled out um having said that i also want us to focus on um the way forward what do you think event planners should do um do you think they should have a body that regulates or checkmates events do you think for you to have an event in Plateau State, for instance, uh, when it's January, everybody should start announcing the dates of their events so everybody will bear in mind when they should have events or not? Okay, um, who should be responsible in ensuring? Because I'm very sure that the people that pay for the uh, event are also stakeholders of the event. 
Um, based on what I heard from the issue we're having online between one camp to another camp of uh, the Made in Jaws brand thingy that is happening in Jaws, uh, a lot of people are saying, like you said, the other camp are saying they will go to this event to show that, I mean, we see events happen in Lagos and in Abuja. Uh, some people will just reach out to you and be like, okay, yo, I think my event is clashing with yours. How can we shut down your event to make sure you get your ticket sold out? This is what I think we should be having on the plateau. So what do you think should be the way forward for event planners, for people that want to attend this event? What, do you, what better innovative ways can they use to come up with solutions to these problems? Okay, um, so I think, first of all, the problem is not really about the dates. It's the whole cleaning of ideas, which is okay to an extent. And if you look at it on some other realm, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so instead of <clears throat> coming up with your own, okay, cloning someone else's idea, which you vividly know that this idea is from this person, why not come together with the person, partner, if possible, if possible, right? Then come up with a better, will I say, a more standard event. Yeah, so that's one. And then secondly, I'm not really sure some of these events are planned by event planners, if you ask me. I'm not sure. Because I'm sure somebody just sits and like, what do we need? Canopy, chairs, pay for event center. Just give that an event, give the event a name, and then that is it. That's just all that matters. And you see people turning up for this event. Not because the events were really worth going for or really healthy to say, yeah? But then they go to such events because most people are bored. Yeah, somebody's just looking for where to go and then they just, okay, Moku just check this event. Like personally, some of the events I go for, I don't really stay long. Sometimes I even tend to come very late to just see, okay, how was this event? How did it go? And then what are people saying about this event? That's it mostly. So I don't really go for the event. Sometimes I go like three hours late or maybe two hours before the close of the event just to see how it went. Not because that event is something that entices me to start with. Yeah, but I'm sure if you have, I mean, if you have alternative places for people to go to, they would rather not go for that event. So that is where the event planners come in. If you consult them, I'm sure definitely there should be a body that regulates it. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I know for certain that if these things go through event planners, that's as it should be by standard, following standard, these whole things won't happen. The cloning of ideas, I'm sure definitely there must be somebody who is sensitive in the whole clique to advise you that, oh, this idea, can you give it this touch? Can you name it this way? Can you not go this way? Like, okay, so can we have it at this time of the year or so, so, so period of time just to have the numbers, to have the full participation of people? And then, I mean, I feel this is what is needed. So on the cloning of ideas, um, a practical example was what we saw days ago uh, here on the plateau, um, a lady, Yergata Dutch. She is pulling off an event set to happen this weekend, I guess. And the name of the event is Made in Just for Just Fashion. That's the name of the event. And then we now had um, Jerry Doubles. I met him earlier. Yeah, I was supposed to have him on this podcast, but he was unavoidably absent. And what we did was just to see how maybe we have him subsequently on this podcast. But then... I was trying to get his own opinion about this whole thing. The funny thing is, both of them have not said anything about this thing, which is very interesting. Maybe Jerry Doubles is filing a paper to serve her because there were claims that uh, he registered it as a brand. And the lady, too, is saying, made in Jaws, 
and her camp or her friends are saying made in jaws is not um generic to just jerry doubles alone so there are a lot of arguments as regarding this so what do you think in that case should happen uh, be it that somebody is stealing or cloning an idea and the person in question is Jerry Doubles. Jerry Doubles have not been having an event for a very long time for some obvious reasons, right? So uh, at, when it came to this point where this lady was doing her event and he reached out to her and she claimed that there were threats, you know, from him trying to tell her to pull off the event. So what do you think should happen in such case? Um, so about this whole made in just and um, made in just for just fashion um, thingy, I'm not really sure. I don't have so much details about it. But then, if there's anybody to be blamed, okay. So Jerry Double has, I've always known Jerry Double to be associated with made in just, right? And then whoever the lady is, I'm not sure. I don't know. I've not met her yet, or probably I've met her, but don't know. That's what she goes by, yeah. But then. If she's coming up with her own event and then she has everything to back it up, like probably documents, CAC document and stuff, then I think the people to be blamed should be the CAC. Because if you have, that's, I think that's the essence of records. So you come to register a name and then they go through records and like, okay, no, you can't use this. And then personally, I'm not sure made in just as a phrase, right, should be a brand because it's something that can come up anywhere. So if it is approved for Jerry Doubles alone, then I think he has like illegal, um, will I say ownership or legal claims to that or legal ownership to that um, brand name. Because Joss is, is, will I say, a, a city, right? And then you can't just apportion such names to somebody and then he owns, he has like the legal rights to this name alone. Now somebody has come up with something else. So if they give he may go ahead to have that as a brand name and then go ahead to give somebody else made in just for just fashion. In my own opinion, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a problem. I actually didn't know it was made in just for just fashion. I used to see it as made in just for just. And then it, it was like, I think to me, I felt like it was the name doesn't really add up. But if it's made in just for just fashion, then I think it's, she has already identified what that event is for. Because I know Jerry's made in Joss. It's not just particular to an event, but it's just not... Okay, like, it's the whole embodiment of several factions. Um, fashion, um, hikes, whatever idea he wants to even bet over time. So it's not just restricted to just one idea. He has several ideas underneath that umbrella. And then I saw somebody pulled off receipts from, I think, the CAC site that was showing the name that was approved. I don't know how true that is. It's, it was re I think it reads made in just brand, not made in just. Yes, so if that's actually what it is, then I think we don't really have a problem. We're only trying to make a big deal of this, which is not necessary. So do you think uh, the lady using made in just for just fashion is okay? Is that what you're saying? On the contrary, since you're saying it's not a big deal, if Zuma made in just, it's not a big deal. If this, the actual outlined names, right? Yeah then I, I'm not sure it's really a problem. And if you ask me, I can't say for sure, or I can't really say that this is a colonial idea. Because if it's actually made in just brand, then that one is his, right? And then if it's made in just for just fashion, then it's obviously a fashion show. And then I think everybody can relate to that, you get. So made in just brand, and then made in just for just fashion. 
I think there are two different ideas. If you ask me, you know, somebody might see it some way, but this is me and this is what I think. Okay, so before we wrap up this podcast, let's talk about event clashes. I mean, it's something that has been affecting us. Um, imagine you and I would have to attend three events in the same time. We'll be splitting the, the timing of like, let's say 20 minutes by event then <laughs> before we get to the third event and all. Um, what do you think the people should do? When I mean the people, I'm talking about the, in quotes, event planners, the people that own the event. What do you think they should do? Because I remember vividly yesterday when we had this, days ago when we had this podcast with the, the lady, the Yargata lady that has the fashion brand that is, you know, coming up with an event. And she made mention that the day of her event was also the day of Gemma Awards. You know, we have a lot of awards here on the plateau. And what she did was to reach out to them. She was like, hey, guys. I think my event is clashing with yours. What can we do? Because Gemma Award was a third event that was clashing with her event that she kept shifting for three times. So she couldn't even believe that this was happening to her on the day she, she picked. And it got to happen that the Gemma Award was even going to happen on the day of her event. So what do you think we should do as a people? I'm talking to you. I know event planners for social media influencers like ourselves. I mean, we've had a lot of issues even in our pod trying to identify. In fact, when we were promoting Joss Food Festival, for instance, we saw other food events. that Even the flyers were even almost alike because they had almost the same elements and all. What do you think should be the solution as regarding clashes of events on the plateau? Um, okay, so I think for me, I would say the Just Food um, Festival is, um, is on another level entirely because it was really funny. Yeah, because... The events had about the same name. The flyers were so similar. And as a matter of fact, I, I think when I saw that of the Just Food Festival, I actually didn't know it was different from Just Food Fest or whatever that is. They looked so much alike. And then people don't care. Shebi is food. We'll go and eat and then that is it. And then talking about the event clashes, like earlier said, I'm not sure they really go through the right channels, like using event planners and stuff. So if somebody just sits at home and feels like, okay, I can do this stuff. I don't even need an event planner for whatever reason. But these are the obvious reasons why you need event planners. They schedule plans. That is exactly what the word plan means. They schedule events, so they avoid things like clashes, right? And then they even help you to an extent um, give your event a better, will I say, they put it out better. Yeah, because it's their area of specialty. And then talking about clashing of events, I think is something that can be controlled, but cannot totally be eradicated. There are certain events that I'm sure will not take a bow for you. Uh, I, I won't be specific to say here, yeah, but there are certain events that won't take a bow for you. Because you can imagine um, Osama's show coming up, and then I'll have will I say, a birthday party hangout or stuff. Osama can never take a bow for me. Yeah, and then I might be also stubborn not to take a bow for his. And then he might feel, yeah, it's not a competition. He's obviously a bigger event, right? Now, if there are clashes of such natures, like you, you rightly said, has the just food, uh, made in just for just fashion event artists, had like three consequent clashes, right? That she had to reschedule. There are obvious, uh, will I say, there are ways to go about it. Okay, so if you've rescheduled for like so long and then you feel you must have the event, you should pick like a very good time. If we have two events, in the same day. And I feel, okay, Osama's, for example, right? Osama's event is going to clash with mine. What time is Osama's event? If it's for evening, six. I'll make my own time earlier. We can have two events in the same day. Yeah. I can have my event starting from 
10 a.m. Yeah, and then we wrap it off by five. Or whoever wants to leave at whatever time, you've bought my ticket, you've come, you've patronized me, or you've been a part of my own event. You can go to another event. It's not a religious setting that you say, okay, because I go to the mosque, I can't go to the church. And who even says because you go to the church, you can't go to the mosque? Or do you understand? We can have time difference, even if the events are supposed to hold on the same day. You can have like a reschedule of time. But then if you feel your event must hold and then you want it to be like a day for you, that is something we'd have to tackle with the, on another level here yeah, because it's going to be quite difficult for obvious reasons. Everybody wants to have an event. But then if the event cannot be rescheduled, then you have to make, like, well, I say, you have to adjust your own time to suit some other events here. Yeah coming up on the same day so all right thank you very much um on the last note i'd like to ask um to how does it affect you as a social media influencer how does it affect you when you come online and see these things i mean what how does it affect you individually and even as a brand because usually you know on the pod we get clients and these guys patronize us to do these jobs so how do you feel as a social media influencer when such issues are being raised online? Uh, okay, um, to start with, here in Joss, um, being a social media influencer is not is nothing to write home about because not everybody acknowledges your presence. And then even some, we've had instances where they go outside Joss to contract influencers outside Joss, most times in Lagos, to promote events that are happening here in Joss. Knowing fully well, they are... Influencers here in Joss that can do same job, same energy, sometimes even better because it's ours. I mean, this is Joss and this is ours. Like, we can push or promote our event even better than people outside Joss. What does it take them to do the same? All you've paid them already. And then what it takes is just to put out your flyers, event, and that is it. But we in Joss, we take it as though it's ours. So we push it with even more, will I say, energy here yeah, because this is ours. Sometimes we don't even get the offer people outside just get. But then we still try to, okay, I mean, now we, now we, now we, now. So let's do this as do is ours, right? So that is it. And then talking about the people coming online to say stuff, there are certain things you can never just stop in life. People always talk about stuff. And then if we can put or put the right things in place and then go through the right channels, I'm sure this whole people coming online won't have to happen because the clashes, the clashes won't happen. Yes, so it's another way to just control or curb such excesses. So, yeah. All right, this is one of the longest I've had so far in 2022. So, before we wrap up, uh, do you have any advice or any last word or parting word for that one person that is an event planner, that is thinking of buying the next event ticket, that is thinking of planning his own event, even if he's not an event planner? What advice would you have? Okay, for people thinking of coming up with their own events, I think just go through the right channels. Just use the event planners. That's like the standard. Just use them. Because it's like contracting an architect to construct a road. It is not his field. He's a specialist he's into construction, yeah, but not on that level. So go through the right channels. And then talking about people who want to buy tickets, this is just like I early see. Everybody is bored. Everybody wants to look for that event that looks like it's going to have more crowd to go to. Because basically, the whole, ABD, well, I say majority of people coming for such events is just to meet people and greet. That is at the end. That's like, it's a meeting point for like everybody. Catching up with old friends, meeting new people and then what have you. So, yeah. 
All right, thank you very much for stopping by and doing this with me. I'll be having more guests to talk about issues like this that's got to do with just Blatsistic in Nigeria. If you're listening to this, if this is your first time, do ensure you give this podcast a five-star review to make it visible on all podcast directory. To be on the know of when next we're dropping an episode, you can go on the website www.joeyofair.com.ng Click or subscribe to the mailing list. I'll be pushing each episode directly to your email just so you know that you can get the first-hand information when we drop a new episode. With this, I will see you on the other side. Bye-bye. <laughs>